Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about maps, Google, and we have part three of our interview with Eddie Ross from Into the Mind podcast. Hello and welcome to The Kindness Project. I'm joined by a man that surrounds himself with winners... It's Chris Lange. And I am a man who is led by a loser at Shuffleboard. It's Russell Dames. How you doing, Russ? Not bad, yourself? Good, thank you. Good. And we are joined by a girl who, in my eyes, is always a winner. It's Charlotte Dames. How you doing, Charlotte? You're just saying that's finished the cycle, aren't you? Hashtag winner. Um, what cycle? This little... The circle of life. And it lives in our soul. I can't sing. Um, I don't try. Uh, genuinely, I'll tell you what happened the other day, Russ. Yeah. Charlotte tried to lift me up in the kitchen <laughs> like I was the lion in the Lion King <laughs> oh, and yeah. hang me over the metaphorical mountain <laughs> of the sink. She, she literally... How, how did that go for her? How did that go for you? <laughs> I put my hands in his armpits and started singing and that was... She, she, she... She put her, she put my hand in my armpits and started singing the circle of life for no particularly good reason. Uh, so they, uh, and then she picked up Sophie um, and started doing the Titanic thing. <laughs> oh wow! Um, now my question to you, Baz, does Kelly do that to you? <laughs> this is a sinking subject. Why? Oh, oh god! Oh god! That joke. We've definitely had an iceberg. That joke really had an iceberg. No, no, that joke was just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, joke, that joke was floating along, along nicely until the punchline and then bang. Talk without a joke. Kenny doesn't pick me up, no. Does, <laughs> does she not, but when it's time for bed, sling you over her shoulder and like... No. Oh, Carrie. There is a funny story, though. Go on, then. <laughs> Most nights after work, I have a nap on the sofa. No! That, hold on, hold on, hold on. That nap could turn into, like, one, two o'clock, I wake up. Right. Kelly always, when she goes to bed about half 11, 12, gives me a nudge, gives me a nudge and says to me, come on, it's time to get in bed. <laughs> she orders you to bed. Yeah. So and I don't get up. Right. Then I wake up all, all crippled because I'm on, <laughs> I'm on a sofa and me legs because my legs are quite lanky hang off the end. Right. So yeah. So, the more the more of the story, Kenny keeps saying to me, get in bed before you lay down. And don't lie on the sofa. I'm, not, I'm guilty of that. The amount, the amount of times that I've always sleep on the sofa, um, it, yeah. you could, you, all the time. Because then I'll put my head down to watch something, and suddenly I'm, I'm sort of... I've That's exactly what I do. That's exactly what I do. I'm guilty of that. You could just um, But But, but I, I, need to, I need to ask you a couple of questions. Where are you going? Readjusting You can't head. just pop off for a... <laughs> Like readjustment no. while you're halfway through a podcast. You guys are having a voice chat. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel I, I'm, like, not, I'm not silly enough to fall asleep on the sofa. I, so. I, I, but you know, you know what, Russ? The the funny thing about that um, is the nature of the nap. 
that's what I want to explore because I've said this to people in the past. I've said, I'll go, like, I'll have a little, like, if I've got back from work, I might go to bed and have a power nap. And people said to me, how long are you calling a power nap? A couple of hours? Got a two hour power nap easily. And they all say to me, a two hour sleep <laughs> yeah. is not a nap. Well, 20 minutes is a nap. Well, apparently, I've been told that the maximum you can call a nap is 20 minutes. Well, what do you think? What's the longest nap? Unofficial question of the podcast is what's the longest you can actually nap? Theoretically, a nap <laughs> should be an hour and a half. Why? That's the entire sleep. Uh, that's the in, you, that's how long it takes me to go through all the sleep stages. Circadian rhythm, yeah. No, no, what? that's not what circadian rhythm is. Circadian rhythm would be something like the sleep wake cycle. So how long you stay awake and how long you sleep for combined. That's your circadian. That's the sleep wake cycle. But the um, no circadian rhythm isn't. I feel, uh, and I might, I'll, I'll stand corrected if I'm wrong, but the circadian rhythm is how long it takes you to go from one whole whole cycle. No, no, no. No, cycle of sleep. And that takes an hour and a half. Okay, all right. Well, uh, what do you think, Russ? What's the circadian rhythm? I'm just Googling it now. Oh, no, okay. I don't know who's cheating. Circadian rhythms happen around 24 hours. Infraradian rhythms less than, happen in less uh, happen less than once right. a day. Right, tell us, tell it. Captain Google. rhythms happen more than once a day. So, uh... Captain Google, yeah. tell us what the circadian rhythm is. More than once in 24 hours. We're waiting on your ass. Oh, he's on mute. <laughs> yes, hold on. Producer ass is telling us. Circadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes following the 24 hour cycle. What did I say? Oh, okay. We did yeah. this part of biopsychology. Fair, fair I enough. am not only so, educated on this matter. Okay, no, fair enough. So it's not a circadian rhythm. What's the. Uh, uh, it's no. a cultural. Same this. It seems it's not only games that you'll be at, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I make the world a happier place, though. That's that's you know that's. Oh, what oh well, I'll fire. My, my job is to delegate responsibility. I'll, uh, I'll fire. I received that email. No, yeah, I forwarded it onto you. Sorry. Even though you, even though you've for the first time in four years managed to do an intro that made sense, um, <laughs> you are not the host of this podcast. Don't get above your station, all right, producer Russ? <laughs> but there will be a podcast without me. Yes, that's what producers do. What they don't do is try and take over the podcast, oh, pirate producer Russ. Let me just clarify with you, though. There was no podcast. I wouldn't be making the world an happier place. This is this is the adult version of him kicking the... <laughs> I'm well Four years' work, and he's now kicking the podcast. Um, anyway, on that note, we will stop having a domestic, <laughs> uh, a brotherly brother domestic on the podcast, mm. and we'll get on to the question of the podcast, which is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Russ? Don't trust your brother. <laughs> Charlotte? Oh, no, no, it, it must be. If he says it's one thing, it's got to be something else. What do you mean? Well, I'm a <laughs> we was having simple things, and then yeah, they just go into madness, madness. Job. Yeah, we have got we have got yeah yeah. <laughs> when, when, 
when Chris gives me a job, yeah. um, assume it's going to be 47 times the amount of work when we're finished. <laughs> like the podcast, isn't it? We started this as a little hobby, and suddenly 100,000 plus listeners in. We've well, created a bit of a beast. Do, do you know what? I look at them numbers most days to see see what sort of numbers we're pushing daily. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pushing daily? What were the podcast version of drugs? Yeah. <laughs> We're the podcast version of drugs. People smoke marijuana to be happy. That is not a tagline we're going for, Russ. We target a small but specific number of people and we're very addictive. <laughs> this, this is very true. No, what, we what? are not... I'm right, 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 you two, please stop. We are not calling ourselves The Kindness Project, a podcast designed to spread goodwill and joy and make the world a happier place. The podcast version of drugs. To, to, be, to make it an even better analogy, people can jack us up in their ears. <laughs> you can tell you that. What? What are you talking about? Next time I listen to Mercedes somebody, listen to the podcast. Because you won't really enjoy some of the stories of football. I'm not going to say that, Russ. I'm just going to go, oh, you've got a podcast, Chris, have you? Yeah. I'll tell you what you might enjoy. Jacking us up in your ears. What? A, where did that come from? I mean, I've been jacking up the volume. Oh, I find this very amusing. Right, we are not. Let's, let's just clarify. We are not. My advice, the best advice I've ever received, do not call me your podcast about goodwill and kindness, my podcast version of drugs. <laughs> I'm not calling it that. <coughs> what are you calling that? Don't say the podcast version of crack. I'm not, I'm not no, accepting that. This, this podcast is the good kush. <laughs> oh, God. Can you put a warning at the start of the podcast? May contain drug references. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not... I don't know where this is going. Anyway, Charlotte, yeah. tell me about Let's try and move away from Russell's uh, bizarre marketing ideas for the podcast. <laughs> Jackers in your ears. Um, um, uh, what's the best advice you think you've ever received? <laughs> apart from when you try and drink an orange juice, drink it with your mouth, not your nose. Um, uh, I don't know. I think it changes regularly. Okay. I mean, sometimes I say things that I don't know where they come from and they come out very profound. Okay. Um, Sorry. Are you saying the best piece of advice you've ever received is from yourself? <laughs> that is arrogant. That is arrogant. That's good advice. Um, you never get a wrong answer if you listen to yourself. No, no you, know, you get a lot of wrong answers. No, no, I, I absolutely disagree. And and interestingly, we you know we've got Eddie Ross on this week talking about mental health, part three of the part three of the interview. And I suppose one of the things that I've been conscious of um, recently is that inner voice, and sometimes listening to that inner voice doesn't do us any favours because that that. Sometimes that internal voice that we've all got uh, thinks it acts in our best interest, but doesn't always. What do you think of that, Russ? I, I agree with that. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. That's... The mind can play funny tricks on you. Yeah, yeah agree. And, 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 and we, you know, I, think, I think that's the problem is with the advice 
you know, the best advice you can get is from yourself. Is often it's, it's not, is it? No. The worst you haven't advice got that... you can get is from yourself as well, if that's the case. Yeah, because that inner voice hasn't got any external perspective. So, yeah, I, I, I think actually the best piece of advice you could potentially give somebody is don't always listen to your inner voice. Mm. No, but, like, you ever say something, like, do you think it's like, oh, where the... Where the hell did that yeah, come from? Yeah, yeah. Like this morning, I said I said something along the lines of um, the will of man is. <laughs> is not able to control the universe in the way that the universe can control the will of man. I was like, what? Why did... Sounds all right to me. Yeah. Shit, the will of man... Say again? The will of man... The will of man is not able to control the universe the way the universe can control the will of man. That's like Poppins speak for freedom of thought, isn't it? <laughs> Poppins! <laughs> right. As Charlotte's my daughter, I'll say that was very wise and profound. <laughs> As your weird uncle, Russell can sit around and go, let's boffin speak. Boffin speak? It's right. Well done on supporting your, your niece. Um, boffin speak? Please. I have to say, we're very proud of Charlotte. Charlotte's done really well. Boffin. <laughs> <laughs> She's done really well for a boffin. How about, how about your brother? Or your dad? I can't remember what one I'm calling. Oh, yeah. She, she overshadowed you massively. <laughs> right. Sorry. Sorry. When you when you get when you get to where you're I know it took me 20 years and you can rub it in. But when you every day. When you get to your like a situation where you're wearing your like gown and hat, then you can Yeah, give me five years. Five years. Five years. I'll have my PhD, buddy. Exactly. Um uh I'll be done. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be done to James, brother. Chris James. Oh, yes. We will talk. We will talk about that on a future episode of the of the podcast. But we have decided that my PhD, Russ, is yeah. going to be called Chris James's Mental Money. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, what we'd like, listeners, because apparently we've still got listeners after that shambolic nonsense um we're sorry uh uh what we we'd like apologize what we'd like to do listeners is um hear what your best piece of advice you've ever received is and you can get in touch with us using the following channels chanel that was my here's the boffin <laughs> go on boff job <laughs> off you go boff job <laughs> Um, okay, so you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Ola Kindness. Right, sorry, can you do the next bit less boffiny? <laughs> you can get in touch with us on Facebook at The Kindness Project. Or right, no, 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 next bit more boffin-esque. <laughs> I don't know what a boffin is. <laughs> it's a, right, can you explain a boffin, Russ? That's probably, that's probably an 80s term for somebody that was very smart. Very, very studious. Yeah, very studious, yeah. Honestly, sometimes I turn up to college and just want to go back to bed. Have you never heard the phrase Buffy before? No, no. Oh, it's a great phrase. It's it? not. No. No. Because no. I don't call it, I just call her my smart, hard-working daughter. Not boff job, like you, Russ. <laughs> you don't Facebook, you don't swear arrows can people get into Are you going to interrupt me again? No, I'm going to shout out there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so if you want to get Stop. in touch... Stop! 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not. Buscom. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, listeners. But in the background, we've now got Sophie saying the phrase "boff job." Oh, Russ, what have you started? What have you started? I need to finish, finish quite loose, like all. Okay, so we haven't <laughs> eat. <laughs> eat your dinner. <laughs> okay, so we have an email, which is on at thekindnessproject.co.uk. We have a website, which is www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. I have to make the type. I have to make the type in motion. Uh, otherwise, my brain doesn't do the thing. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I've covered all channels. We have yeah. Instagram. I mean, just Google us, the Kindness Project so. podcast. You know, you'll find us all over the show. Mm. Every single one of our episodes available to download on the website. Um, you can buy merch, you can get involved. You can email us. We've had some lovely, as the dog, we've had some lovely feedback this week. Uh, from one of our listeners saying how amazing uh, our podcast is. And actually, that's what we do it for. We do it so we can make the world a slightly happier place, which is um, exactly what the email we got this week said. So thank you for sending that to us. We really, really, really appreciate it. And on that note, um, let's move on to a little bit of... Came back just in time for that. Vending machine version. Vending machines are now giving machines where people can donate chickens, blankets, boots, and basketballs, apparently. Employing these, or employing the common and easily understood method of the vending machine, these giving machines allow passerbyers in a allow a passerby in American cities to make a charitable donation to a fellow citizen through local and global causes, catering to impulsive givers to indulge, indulge their altruistic impulses. Altruistic. Uh, altruistic? Altruistic. Okay. You've got to pronounce the half. Oh. What a buff. They they can use their vent they can use the vending machine. <laughs> really made Russ of a laugh. They can use the vending machine to purchase anything from a single goat. So why are you putting a goat in the vending machine? <laughs> what is going on? To two to two chickens to provide a household. Sorry, did you pick this one, Russ? <laughs> Who puts a goat in a vending machine? To, to, <laughs> or even or even a day at Yankee Stadium for an orphan team. While donors make their purchase via credit card, the giving machine dispenses a postcard featuring an image and description of their donation. Of the 10 cities with vending machines nationwide, one of them will be... Ah, right, OK. So somebody got, a donor goes up to a vending machine and picks what they want to give and what charity they want to support. I understand now. It's not a goat coming out of the vending machine. Sorry. Um, <laughs> of the 10 cities with vending machines nationwide, one of them will be located at Rockefeller Center in New York City, just south of its famed Christmas tree. Rockefeller Center is probably the most famous ice rink in the world. You know 30 Rock, the show? Yes. That's where that's at. I can't skate. I, well, I, I've been I've been to Rockefeller's when when they've been skating, but it's an amazing place. And you didn't uh, see no goats while you were there, no? Sorry, you didn't see no goats. Not skating. They're not great here. The machine will kick off on Tuesday, November the thirtieth, the day known as Giving Tuesday, 
with speeches from people at UNICEF Water Aid, the UNHCR, CARE, the Mariano Riviera Foundation and other charities. The first giving machine ever installed opened in 2017 in Salt Lake City, Utah, where the sponsoring uh, organization is headquartered. The Utah pilot program was impressive, yielding donations totaling more than half a million dollars. Uh, and one year later, the response was even stronger, with more than 2.3 million pounds donated through a total of 92,119 uh, 190 giving machine transactions. In 2019, the program spent expanded and donations topped 6.2 million um, and after being halted in 2020 due to covid the giving giving machines this year are back in 10 different U u.s cities uh, with all admin costs covered by the church who's running the uh, running the vending machines so that 100 percent of each donation goes to charity i like that idea yeah. i like the idea of giving a donation, getting a postcard, describing a little bit about that you've bought a coat for a family or whatever it may be, and just doing that. So vending machines as a way to make a charitable gift, okay. I, I actually love. Sophie is actually going to come on. Are you going to come and have a conversation? What do you, what, what do you want to say about this? I think you give a goat to a family. You know what? I, a goat is quite a good donation for a family. Because it's a farm animal, so they can milk it, breed it, um, eat, it. eat it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but but. And also the chicken, are they giving it live or dead? Uh, may, live, I assume. Possibly live, because bear in mind, bear in mind that. You don't know what, fat, you don't know what religion or if they're vegetarian. You don't, you don't. But but what what the idea of donating either a chicken or a goat to a family stove is that that then allows that you know particularly with the chicken. Um, delivering eggs effectively that um that could feed a family and be a you know sustainable yeah. food resource and um, not only that if you manage to find a way to breed the chicken yeah. and then you've got chickens yeah. all the way down generations yeah and then you can sell the meat you can breed it on you can sell the eggs yeah it's a very so actually a, an animal is a is a very good donation for a, and again in, in other countries well, because in other countries, uh, sorry, sorry, listeners, Sophie just asked why. Because in other countries, food is the biggest lack of resources, isn't it? So if you can support a family to eat, then, and, and, and not only just by delivering a meal, but delivering a source of food that can be sustainable, and then that might be a good thing to do, funding right? as well for food in the future. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah, got it. Right, okay, so we've answered that question. I mean, Sophie did ask me the other day, and I didn't know the answer. Uh, why is dry gin called dry gin? Because it seems very wet. So Sophie normally has a, like, sort of, um, has a really good um, line in insightful questions. Is it not something to do with the fermentation process? No, it's because dry gin is unflavoured. So ah. a dry gin is is a gin without any flavour, and then you've got those oh, yeah. rhubarb gin and all that sort of stuff. So a, a rhubarb gin can't be a dry gin because it's got yeah. flavour. That's why. Anyway, on on the gin podcast this week. Um, it's not the gin podcast. Uh, on, the, on the kindness project this week, <laughs> we have got the third part. Uh, uh, of our interview with Eddie Ross. Now, Eddie is an amazing guy. 
uh, runs a mental health podcast called Into the Mind, Russ. Yeah, Into the Mind. Into the Mind. Um, and we loved chatting to Eddie about the work he does, uh, the insights he's given through his own mental health journey, what he's learned along the way, um, and much more. Um, and if you haven't listened to the first two parts of the podcast, please go back and have a little listen. Um, uh, and I really hope you enjoy this third part. How, how easy was it for you to be as open? Because I've listened to a few episodes. How easy was it for you to... Really not really not easy at all, because um, work didn't know that I was a functioning addict. Right. Um, so that was one of the hardest things, because I had to go to HR and basically be like, this is what happened a couple of years ago. It's fine now, but um, as I run a mental health page, I feel like I'm not being honest with everyone on there so yeah. am i going to get repercussions <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at yeah. work by saying this and this and this they went that's fine as long as you don't mention where you work i went okay that's fair enough because we have a lot of clients we have thousands of clients that come into to work and um you know so i said to them okay that's fine and now my two bosses follow the page yeah, yeah, yeah. so they now know my story and stuff like that and they just said inspiring so yeah. rather than being going, you shouldn't have been doing that at work. Yeah. Now that's sorted myself out. But then there's an argument, say, and I, I think this is one that you know we should be a bit clearer about. Authenticity matters. Like we yeah. we talked about some of the pros and cons about um, uh, social media, and I think sometimes often we're all guilty. I I certainly am of showing the best side of. Of, of my life and not highlighting yep. some of the you know, when I'm yeah you know, when I'm getting up at six in the morning and like sort of the kids are screaming like all of that sort of stuff which happens to all of us doesn't yep. it? Um, but I think the important element is that authenticity piece. You know, just know yes. I mean, are you being genuine and authentic? And I think people actually respect that once they've got over yeah. the initial barrier. I would rather someone say to me, Ed, I can't see you this week, so I'm not feeling myself. Rather than say, yeah. rather than going, yeah, yeah, come round and them just being quiet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. Rather you just say, um, because you know, I, I might, I might mention saying that's a bit of a trigger if, yeah. if you're not, yeah, if you're yeah. not okay at the moment. So it is a hundred percent better to be honest and open with your feelings, and don't ever think that you're going to get some sort of knockback or any kind of repercussions for it, because whoever it is that. They have them thoughts as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just that you're brave enough to tell them. Yeah. yeah Everyone yeah. else has the same feeling. Well, this is part of the challenge, isn't it? We need to open up that dialogue about mental health and say that mm. we all feel yeah. like that in one way or the other. Yeah, we've, we've, all, we've all experienced yeah. it at some point. It's just some people might cope with it better than others. Yeah. But even if you don't cope with it well, that's fine. You just yeah. cope with it differently. You know, there's, there's probably other people out there with the same kind of situation that I have who have done brilliantly well, but it's taken me a long time to get to the place where I am today. Yeah, now you mentioned something earlier that was really interesting, um, saying about how how you're fairly empathetic. Mm. And in my head, um, I thought, well, how do you make sure that you're setting enough boundaries for you to make sure that you're okay yeah talk to me a little bit about how you do that so I, or do you oh, <laughs> it's only recently i started right <laughs> so I, do you know what i actually learned from actually seeing my therapist i thought why do i only see my therapist once a week ah that okay that's why because it gets a bit much yeah right okay so then i booked people in for slots <laughs> once a week 
yeah. uh, with yeah. different kind of with different people once a week online. So because otherwise I was getting people come on who would go, um, oh this happened to me today, and then we'd talk about it, and I'd be nice and polite, and we'd we'd get through it all, and then tomorrow will be the same problem, and it's like, okay, uh, I have got other people that actually generally need me. Yeah, I know yeah, you do yeah. as well, but I can't speak to you every day. Yeah, otherwise yeah. then. I'm becoming your friend. And although yeah, I, yeah. I haven't got a problem with that, but this is a professional page. Yeah, yeah. This is something that I want to do full time. I can't be mates with every person I talk to who has issues at home or issues yeah. at work. Otherwise, that way, my whole life is depressing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I do need to set some kind of boundaries. And, you know, there's, there are people on there that go, I'm just looking for a friend at the moment. I've got yeah. no one to talk to. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You can talk to me at Monday, eight. Eight o'clock <laughs> till nine. And I, I mean, I, I, I suppose you know it's one thing we've talked about on the podcast before, and I'm in the process of of, of writing the Kindness Project book based on what I've learned interviewing. But wow, that's really good people. Um, I well, I say I'm so much. The book's written. The book isn't edited yet, and that's the okay. worst bit about trying the to get... The already written and now you've invited me. Well, well no, you should I... have invited me well, away. Well, clearly I'm going to put your bits in, mate. I mean, I'll just... I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can edit. I can edit. Um, um, but um, I've just did done myself out. I'll get that dog out. Um, but... I suppose one of the things, and, and it's interesting in terms of the format of the book, because we talk about the fact how it's so important to be kind to yourself, because mm. then that gives you more capacity to be kind to others. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, I can't do what I do if I'm down myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't talk to other people about their problems if if I'm having problems myself. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's why I say to, to everyone... Uh, I'm going to have to cancel your appointment yeah, because yeah. I've got things going on myself. You, you're never going to be able to help someone if, yeah. if you're not right. So you do need to be in the right mentality. Yeah. For, for I mean, the, I mean the the analogy we always use and talk to Charlotte about is that you know like that flight. If you're flying over and the the sort of if they say like if you're going to crash, put your oxygen mask off on first and then help other people so yeah. that you can do that. I think I think that's really important. Now, Very clever analogy, actually. I, I love, a, I love a good, I love a good analogy. I do love a good a- analogy. Feel free to steal any, oh, yeah. any, any <laughs> anything you want. Um, um, but I suppose the, I suppose one of the other things I'm really excited about, you've alluded to, is what the future looks like for Into the Mind. So tell me a bit about that. What does that look the like? The goal is the charity. The goal is a charity. Right, what does that charity do? It, so, okay, so what it is is that, obviously, the NHS waiting time is far too long. So I want my own group of therapists in an office or whether it will be online because a lot of people don't actually like to do face-to-face either. Uh, I know people that email their therapists. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't all have to be online it can be zoom it can be text message it can be email um but it is for preferably the unemployed or if you can't afford it doing payment plans that is the goal so you know you can go to your local gp and say i'm not feeling this and this and this um i think i need to talk to somebody and and then the gp will go okay well you either have nhs which is you get seen in 10 weeks time or i'll into the mind have a slot in two weeks that's what the goal is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in order to do that, I need enough <laughs> donations to pay my wage, 
and my therapist's wage <laughs> because yeah. obviously they can't do it for free. Yeah. Um, but that is the plan is to is to help other people in a much larger scale and a more professional scale because I'm not actually qualified. Yeah. I'm not yeah. qualified counsellor, I'm not qualified therapist and I state that to people as soon as I talk to them is that, you know, I don't have any qualifications. All I can give you is my life experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a lot of people are okay with that. Yeah. But if I'm going to make it into a charity, I need to be on a professional level, which then will be passed over. I won't be talking to anyone else. So you, your aim is to do this full-time, right? It's full-time, to, to, yeah. It's to, to do the podcast full-time, um, the website full-time, everything. I want to drop, drop the tools <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and help. I just want to help people. I, mean, I, I would hate for anyone to feel the way that I did at the time. So... If I can provide that service, value. Yeah, yeah. then I'm I'll be able to sleep happy. So what's the next step? Like what's the so that's the long term plan. What's that's the long term? How do we get there? Um, oof, it's just I'm planning. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a lot to do, but um, I mean it's it's little simple stuff at the moment, like the t-shirts and the wristbands. They're all advertising, so. Um, and now at the moment I've just got drawings back from my illustrator and then we're going to do jumpers for the for the weekend oh, cool. not for the weekend for the winter sorry yeah. so we're going to be doing for that. the really cold weekend yeah <laughs> <laughs> the weekend that no one wants to be at yeah get rid of them during the week yeah. I mean you won't need them but the weekend Monday to Friday that's the really uniform <laughs> but the weekend is into the yeah. wine time it, during the week put them into the mine t-shirt back on you'll be fine yeah but, exactly but yeah, but, yeah it's, it's all advertising and you know I have my business cards who that I hand out on the tube yeah. whilst I'm wearing my actual company's logo to go to work and it can be a bit confusing it's that I'll hand out my business card and people think well do, do I look mad yeah like, no 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 it's just in case <laughs> I'll like, yeah. pass it on to someone else so the more people I get then I mean, I could even employ, um, you know, like a, an undergrad who's studying psychology or who wants to be a therapist who's got their level two counselling yeah, and just yeah, wants yeah. to experience with it. I could then get them people in, yeah. um, which then weren't... Well, I suppose the other, way, the other way of doing it is looking at who you can sort of potentially collaborate and work with to, exactly. to support you to do that. Yeah, well, isn't it? I mean, I, I am in contact at the moment. I can't say with who, but... Um, they're part of the St Prince's Trust and stuff like that, and they're um, very good at supporting. <coughs> and they've been so I've been in contact with their accountant, their financial advisor on what we can do next. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's hard because it's like I want to ask for a handout without asking for a handout. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because yeah. that is what I need. Yeah, I need yeah, a handout to to get anything yeah. to get a ball rolling. The only thing is, is what I do, I can't give you back. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, know, yeah. so you can't you, you can't put thirty thousand into into the mind, and I can't give you thirty five. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. It's all. But you, freer. but I, I, I suppose charities are, you know, uh, are in a position where they they've got to evidence the value they give exactly, social yeah. impact. Yeah. They? So, so then I'd have to give evidence to the fact that I am having employees. And then paying them regularly yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and any and donations I, go to. You know, them you know what? I mean, in my experience, the bigger charities do that better because because they've got more of a track record and can show what they've what they've got. The challenge is starting from a fresh. You haven't got that, yeah. and it's. it's I'd quite like to buddy up with charities. So, so let's say like Mind, if then you could have the Into the Mind program. Yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah, to do yeah. that just to 
kind of put me foot in the door. And yeah, be yeah. Like, okay, so this is actually what it's like. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. even then, I can decide. Okay, it's a bit too much for me, or I'm in love with it. I want to put my tools down. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. This is what I want to do. So I'd like to buddy up with a charity before I probably jump into the deep end with both feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Having <laughs> conversations with people who have done it before is yeah. probably, and certainly after we uh, after we wrap up, I'll, uh, there's a couple of people who might be able to help you on that that we've interviewed on the, on the podcast before. They may or may not be in the book, but I'll definitely make sure you are. <laughs> you're the first person who said, I don't, why am I not in the book? Which, which is a bold move. But yeah, I, I, I've got that to respect not be it. my only line in the book. <laughs> and that would be why amazing. Eddie says, Eddie said, why am I in the book? And there is in the book. And that yeah. would literally be the only time you get mentioned. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. Now, we've talked about, you know, um, sort of getting you you support and making sure that you can sort of uh, get to a point where you can help more people. How can our audience help? Just by sharing. Sharing the page, sharing the the website, because the website you can actually get in touch with me there as well by email. And, you know, I do talk to people on the the site, email, Instagram. um, So that all helps the streaming with... The podcast always helps us. It's been um, heard in 36 countries at the moment, which right. is incredible for just a year of just me talking about myself. I mean, 36 different countries. Who wants to listen just to me? You, you know, know what? It's, it is, it's it is, crazy. It is mind-blowing. I mean, when we look at look at the amount of countries that listen to the Kindness Project and the sort of amount of downloads we get, you go, you know what? There is a passion for... Yeah people hearing good news stories and, and i just think to myself, does does all these 35 countries like listen do, do they actually speak english yeah like, yeah, <laughs> all these yeah. well yeah i mean the, the, the i mean the i mean the russ loves russ who's our producer loves sending me a report once a month going right we've just had 47 downloads in error trial i was going i don't even know where error trial is <laughs> yeah, exactly so yeah. it's yeah it's, it's always uh always quite uh quite a nice thing to get it is um, um, and you've talked about how people can support you. Just tell us a little bit about where they can find you online. Uh, www.intothemind.co.uk. Very easy, very simple. Uh, also <laughs> on Instagram, it's at, in, uh, at intothemind1. The podcast is on Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcasts for Into the Mind. And just get in contact with me there, even if you want me to pass on my details on to someone else or if someone else is struggling bring them forward to me the only thing is i can't say to you uh, someone else has gave me your your number i just want to see if you're okay or uh, here's your instagram i just want to say hello i can't do that so if anyone needs help they have to come to me yeah unfortunately because yeah. otherwise it, i'm invading space yeah yeah, um, yeah. but I, you know i don't care if people like the post or comment i'm not bothered about that it's the sharing as long as you're sharing 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 that's what gets me seen and recognized and that's what that's that's, that's why i'm you know talking to people in canada and germany and places california phoenix that's that's all it is it's just by sharing okay great so if our listeners could share that would be amazing that'd be uh, you'd be doing me a massive favor as well and eddie thank you for being amazing thank you guest. so much for having me so that was the last part of eddie's interview what do you think of that it was good it was, it was good, good.
Do you want to do your own bit? Yep. <sighs> really prepping the diaphragm for this. And that entirely new is um, last week's question in the podcast. And last week's question in the podcast was, what song always makes you have a little smile? And there is a lot of answers on this. Uh, Charlie said, uh, I massively overthought this. So I ended up uh, having a look at my all-time Spotify stats. Uh, on the Ball uh, by Bryce Vine. Get Up by Mother Mother. Oh, Mother Mother, yes. Or, is that any good? Get Up by Mother Mother? Or Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Um, Quite heavy. Nick Heath said, Come and see me make me smile. Steve Harley and Cotney Rebel, amazing tune. Cassie Dame says, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. Not yet, Cass. Dave (laughs) Forsyth says, Breaking the Law is quite heavy this week. Actually, by the time this episode goes out, it will be December. Okay. So you allowed it. Dave Falls, like said, Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. Uh, one of the first songs I learned as a drummer, and one I know the words to. Uh, Vicky Elliott said, Noah in the Whale, Five Years' Time. I like that one. Uh, uh, John Cook said, Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles, and Never Knew Love Like This Before by Stephanie Mills. I, I actually like that song as well. <laughs> Sam Chilton said, Once in a Lifetime, Talking Heads. Literally just smiled my way in the car this morning when it came on. Simon Burton said, Madness, Wings of a Dove. Mark Bartley said, Mr. Sunshine. Roberta White said, isn't she lovely, Stevie Wonder? Uh, Al McCann said, that's Amore? Amore? Amore. Amore. When the... Oh, yes, it's just... Jody... Moon hits you right like a big pizza pie. Russ? <laughs> right, no. try again. Try again. <laughs> When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's a moray. Don't do that again. <laughs> um, Jody <laughs> said, you can call me out. Oh, yes. Love that song. By Paul Simon. Justin Gaffney said, Abba's man after midnight. Oh, Justin, I love you, mate. I love you. <laughs> um, but I knew you were going to go for a bit of Abba. Very cab <laughs> that one. And on that note... <laughs> And on that note, Russell is going to finish the podcast by giving us a rendition of Man After Midnight by Abba, starting now. And on that note, have a lovely week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Russell's going to finish with a um, rendition of Ness and Dorma by Pavarotti. <laughs> um, starting now. Yes, and Dolma, they will stop listening. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week, guys. Speak soon. Bye. Bye.